recording in progress yeah it is yeah. oh yeah man we got 40 minutes right now g we got 40 minutes talk about some heavy shit yeah what you got you got tea i, I do got tea actually i mean like mm. metaphysical tea or you know like words as tea or are you talking about oh. physical tea he's got he's got it all I got both. I got both. Just really. spill the metaphysical. Don't spill the physical. That will be. Then you have to clean it up, and that's just a whole mess. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm not spilling. <laughs> I, for a second, I was like, "This motherfucker—he's really gonna do it." Yeah, it'd be on my phone, my laptop, my mic, and I'm like, "Nah, gee, I'm broke. Okay, I don't need to like <laughs> spend more money." <laughs> Gosh, damn. What a life, being broke. Yeah, man. Teaches you a lot, though. It's a good time. I mean, I'm <laughs> I'm my own mechanic. <laughs> yeah. I just repaired my the axles oh. on my car. So that was well. No, I haven't. I, I repaired the one on the right, um, which was easy, but the one on the left, driver's side, it has a snap ring. And you need a special tool, a slide hammer, and a certain attachment to take it out. So I first tried with a crowbar, didn't do anything. I tried um, getting my tire jack, attaching ropes and chains to the axle, uh, the part of the axle that attaches to the transmission so I can rip it out. That didn't work. So I rented a slide hammer and an attachment. The attachment was the wrong size. So I went back. I got another size. I got like this claw thing. But it, it couldn't attach to the slide hammer itself. So I had to MacGyver it with some steel wire. The wire is not strong enough to hold the claw to the slide hammer. So it would break every time I try to pull the axle out. So I said, fuck it. I'm just going to take it to a mechanic. <laughs> uh, shit, man. <clears throat> so, but it's, oh. it shouldn't be that much. I mean, it's like 10 minutes to get to the axle. Like, by the time you take all the parts out, you know, it's only about 10 minutes and then the axle's right there. Mm -hmm. Mechanic just needs to pop it out. I already have the replacement part, so it should be cheap. Should be cheap. Shouldn't be too bad. Hopefully you took it to a good mechanic. I'm sure you know some. I don't. (laughs) I don't know any, like, good mechanics, but I just need the... You should ask me. (laughs) I'm just, I'm going to save up before i take it because it's not like pressing right now it's like i mean the axle is leaking grease and stuff but like it's not major it's not like a major issue. yeah so yeah well if you need the mechanic i i think i got one oh shit okay okay it's pretty good is he quick i think so yeah he was pretty quick with mine whenever i had to get like oh uh, i think you were there when i had to I told you about it when I had to get my uh, what, what was it called? It was like spark plug and then the mm. ig- ignition coil. There ignition we go. coils, yeah. I had yeah, to yeah. get that replaced. He's a guy that did that. Mm, I see. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> we just been chit chat. <laughs> Everybody's like, can you talk about like? The shit that you're supposed to talk about and not like this mechanic bullshit. to be depressed. <laughs> not, not for small talk, all right? 
<laughs> They're just like, God damn it. Now I got to take my car to the mechanic. Like I just feel the sudden impulse to take my car to the mechanic shop. <laughs> well, well, you need to cover that up, homie. Yeah, not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. <laughs> for the for the audio listeners, Hiram's drinking a, a soda uh, from a popular brand. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they get no credit. Zero <laughs> credit. They're not paying us. <laughs> yeah, I feel like grown like drinking hot chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. Some basic white chick, <laughs> like fall, she's drinking her pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> wearing those leggings and um uh what do you call it uh, leggings and um a sweater uggs 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 yeah there we go hey i got some chanclas but no uggs yeah <laughs> the, the latin version of uggs i guess i don't know <laughs> who knows <laughs> wow this episode this episode in three, two, one. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Taboo Podcast, where we talk about things that aren't supposed to be talked about. It's your boy, Ian, with your boy. Hiram. Yeah, the Jew. The Jew and Dr. Ian. The Jew about to spew some knowledge. Yeah. So take notes. Get out your pad. Take notes. Take notes. Relax and take notes as I take tokes of this marijuana smoke. Yeah. Except no marijuana, just just knowledge. That's what we got. I take hits of this English Grey, Earl Grey tea. Earl Grey tea. And then undisclosed uh, soft drink. Undisclosed. Yeah. You know, when we start like drinking sodas and shit, we should just like write like a little label that says like undisclosed or indisclosed, <laughs> indisclosed brand or something. Undisclosed, indisclosed brand. Oh, <laughs> well, today is going to be, I feel like, a, a heavier topic. We're going to be revisiting mm-hmm. grief. And I, the reason why is I, I, had an experience of grief in the past week um, over my cousin who in their first grief episode, which was a couple episodes ago, um, I talked about my cousin, Diana, who, when she was 22 years old, she, she passed away from uh, sepsis and it was uh, a variety of problems that happened with her, but ultimately she was a huge alcoholic and um, she started at a young age in her late teens. And then it just, went on to her 20s and she passed away from uh, liver uh, cirrhosis, I think, which she had a UTI and she eventually contracted sepsis and that's what killed her. Um, It's a huge scar for our family. And um, I recently, the beginning of this week, today's, uh, today's Thursday. So on Sunday, I went to, went to Texas where my family lives in my aunt and uncle's house. I had to pick up my mother. Um, she was taking mm-hmm. care of my grandmother for a week and I went to pick up my mom and I had to stay the night and I stayed the night in Diana's old room. Ah, okay. That, that'll do it. 
and um so yeah like it just it, I'll, I'll break it down later but yeah. it just brought up a whole bunch of different emotions for me and um it kind of initiated some sad feelings that um that i've been feeling the past week and 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 uh, with unrelated problems like uh, just just different life problems that have been going on in my life and diana kind of just initiated that for me you know grieving yeah. over her and then it kind of just is um a couple problems that have been really hurting me but also how i've been coping with it and how i've remained optimistic through it that's kind of what i want to discuss and of course hiram you also mentioned some things that are going on in your life i don't know if you want to share them or not i don't mean to put you on the spot at all yeah and um just i don't know like i want to talk i guess i really just wanted to talk about the grief that we've been experiencing just in our lives and then also how what we've been doing to cope with it i don't want it to be a sad episode i want mm -hmm. it to be a very encouraging episode really yeah and i i was uh glad when you brought this topic up because i didn't think about it until you mentioned it but you were wanting to revisit grief in this episode and i was thinking you know like that's that's good because that's kind of how life works mm -hmm. where you don't just have one episode of grief and then you you deal with the sadness and then you kind of get on and move move on with your life you know get over it and move on right like it does come back. You might get to a point where life is pretty good and you're not worried about it and you move on, but then you might have an experience that brings up those memories again or, or something that like re reignites that or those memories, those feelings, mm -hmm. you'll come and revisit that grief. And so I think that's a, this is like a good reminder and kind of a good uh, mimic of how life is where you, we come back and revisit grief and then, you know, you deal with it and the best you can. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So. Absolutely, dude. Absolutely. That's another thing too. It's just like having the same problems happen over and over and over again, just revisiting you, revisiting you. And, yeah. and uh, I, I find myself in a state of extreme frustration, but I'm also learning how to power through that frustration while remaining optimistic through, um, through a gratitude and, um, and optimism. So. Okay. I've, um, I've also been experiencing like more frustration with, with life in certain circumstances. And um, for me, kind of coping has been reaching out to, to family and friends and talking about it like mm. venting because right now without uh not being in college you know i can't really counseling is is a little bit harder option because i have to find a counselor here and then and then there's like onboarding and then then money <laughs> yeah dinero dinero and, uh, muchas dinero yeah so it's been a little bit difficult and i was like i don't know if it's really worth it at this point, but reaching out to family and friends to help go help me go through that has been how I've coped. Mm -hmm. And then a little bit of optimism that have been like shared by family and friends. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, not to. <laughs> 
not to to plug a, a service at the college, but that's totally what I'm doing right now. Uh, the peer support program. There's actually some volunteers that are um, helping students out throughout the summer. I'm. I think I'm on that list. I really need to check with my supervisor because I told him I wanted to be on that list, but I actually never yeah. confirmed it. So, but anyway, like you can talk with somebody like a a trained student. Um, mm-hmm about your problems too. Cause again, that's the problem with uh, being a student at a university, you get counseling, but it's limited counseling and, and you may not have access during the summer or during the winter break. So anyway, sorry. I just, that was just a service Does, for you. If you're interested, no, I can hook you up. Good. Does it do, uh, do they do online? Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you could do like a video call or. Yeah. Something. Yeah. And since you're still a student, you know, I can hook you up with the right person. Okay. So anyone who's a student at Fort Lewis College, if you need some someone to talk to, you know, definitely reach out to Fort Lewis Peer Support or Ian or I. We can get you where you need to go. Yup, yup. Through our Instagram, the official pod, Taboo Podcast. Hell yeah. yeah. The official yeah, we got it. Taboo Podcast. Official. Ah, shit, man. This is going to be... Yeah. wild ride g let's unpack let's awesome. unpack man. what do you do you want me to go first this time i think you've gone first a couple of times sure yeah go for it all right um so for me um or i what i've been like struggling with this this past couple couple days week or so uh, just i've been like frustrated that's that's like the the word that comes to my mind frustrated with um just really not not feeling or seeing us a sense of progress Mm -hmm. like i've been putting in a lot of work for projects that i've got going on um other things like i don't know dating is a thing that i've been going through right now Mm -hmm trying to put in work there and it just seems like nothing's really paying off uh, i got a business idea that i've been working on this summer and it's, it's a whole process it takes time but again i just i'm like frustrated with, with like the lack of results i don't see it yet mm. nothing has really paid off yet but i feel i'm pretty diligent and can keep going keep doing the things that need to be do need to be done but then it comes to these times where i just get like really frustrated with not being able to see any results you know mm-hmm. i've been doing this hard stuff and still nothing no, nothing to show for it right and that's kind of what i've been going through with like with that and like it makes said, you feel I, makes you feel unaccomplished Mm-hmm. and that's personal and you know it's easier for other people to see it and be like oh you've done so much you're not like failing i can see where you're going but when you're in it you know it's hard to see that you're making any progress right you're the right. one going through it but you know like i've said what i've done to reach out has been or for help has been reaching out to family and friends and that's been that's been pretty good 
and I've noticed, so this is kind of just a thought that came to my mind is um, as I've been taking psychology classes and stuff, I've noticed like a pattern for me where I get stressed out about something or really frustrated with like not making progress, whatever it is, something, a stressful situation comes. And then after that stress goes away, then it like switches to more of a depressed mood, Mm -hmm. stressed, frustrated, angry, whatever it is. And then I'll switch to more of a down depressed mood and that'll last a couple days or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But since I've recognized that pattern, I've also been recognizing that um, I've been able to cycle. I don't know if cycle is the right word, but like recover quicker. So okay. instead of like multiple days of being like depressed and down and out, it's like, that time frame is getting shorter. So I'm getting better at like recovering. So you encounter like a very frustrating event or situation that happens mm-hmm. and you're finding yourself that you're not in the depressed state for so long or in the mad state for so long. You're, you, you, you bounce back quicker. Yes. And I think that's because of coping skills and just, what I've been learning and understanding that like it is just all kind of the process. Mm-hmm. It's going to suck. It doesn't feel like you're making much, but as long as you don't give up, I mean, you're still moving, right? Exactly. So, as long as you don't give up, you're still working towards that goal. It will happen eventually. Dude, that's how I've been feeling for, um, I mean, I relate to that a lot with the whole not giving up, keep moving forward. Because mm-hmm. I feel like, to, in a sense, like, what else can you do? Like, because I guess the more frustration and grief that I've been experiencing, the more I'm finding out it's just useless. Now, I'm not saying these are useless emotions, but I'm just saying for yeah. my specific situation, it's like I've already grieved. I've already been sad and frustrated. And, and maybe I'll still have these feelings, but the only way out is to keep moving forward. Um, I've been listening to a lot of like Mike Tyson, um, like just a lot of like videos of his, him on different podcasts and things like that. Cause Mike Tyson, uh, he's, he's been through a lot as, as a teenager growing up, he lost his mother. He got abused. He used to rob people. He, he, a lot of shit has happened to him. And one thing that is just inspirational, what he says is just, don't, he said, I don't ever want anybody to feel discouraged. He said, never give up, never stop, keep going till you die. And I'm, I'm just finding that more true, more real as I'm going on in life, as I'm experiencing more hardship as a young, as a young adult, you know, and just like, there's only one option. There's one, only one way out of it. And I feel like maybe that's something you're encountering too, when you bounce back yeah. quicker now is this is fucking life sometimes yeah and yeah if i mean it sucks but what's the point of being frustrated or upset longer than you have to be because mm-hmm. that, that right. just makes thing that just makes life a little bit more difficult right when you're when you're that in those moods and and sometimes it's a it's a what am I trying to say? It's like a, a chemical thing. You re- it really does require a lot like to 
get over these moods, you know, it's not as easy as just like a change in perspective. Some of these times or, or for some people's situation, like medication is really necessary. It's not just like, Oh, if I just think about it differently, it won't last as long. Mm-hmm. There's but. definitely, yeah, definitely like a debate between that for sure with medication and how much medication can do and how much behavioral therapy can do, you know, cause, and I think mm-hmm. it's like with everything in psychology, it's, it's based on the individual. Um, yeah. Based on the person. Really <laughs> um, yeah. There's something, uh, Jordan Peterson. Have you heard about him? Yeah. Canadian psychologist. 12 he, rules 12, to, for life. Or yeah. One thing he says, his big message is that life is suffering. Life is pain. And he said, but in order to alleviate this suffering, he said, one thing is to pursue meaning. And, and you mentioned like, why should I allow the suffering to ha- take such a big place in my life? And, and that's something he says exactly that is, why don't you adjust your life or set up goals for your life accordingly so that your suffering is less so that you reduce the amount of suffering in your life. Cause don't make your life worse. In other words, <laughs> if you can do something about it, even if it's tiny, tiny, tiny steps or, or something yeah. little, then, then absolutely do that. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not trying to give you like advice or anything. I'm just spitting out things that i've heard you know i'm not trying to like advise yeah. you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no you're good but it doesn't get me thinking it's like i don't know it makes a lot of sense now especially with what we've what i guess you and i have been through that whole just why why make it worse why hold on to that that pain longer mm-hmm. than than you need to mm-hmm. and i do agree with you where you were saying like no these aren't bad emotions anger frustration Mm -hmm. sadness you know they're not bad emotions but just in just with anything like too much of something can be can cause problems Mm -hmm. right and so i think like why why be depressed longer than than necessary or grieve longer than necessary and there is a time where you need you need to feel those emotions experience them but then you know you gotta i guess let it go be able to to allow yourself to to experience a different emotion a slightly more positive one and then just kind of keep stacking on that right and easier said than done you know it's not like, oh, just look at the bright side of life and, and be happy. It's like, oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do that then. Yeah, no worries. Yeah. All right, cool. My problems are gone. Gee, I'm That's, good. Yeah. Fuck no, dude. It takes, at least from my, from my experience, what I'm finding out is it takes a lot of mental retraining, I guess, or something to you know, I'm encountering the same fucking problem over and over again. And it's like, okay, all right. All right. This time I just know not to dwell on the grief and the pain. Okay. Let me just stick with that. And then the next step is, okay, let me um, try to make my day less, uh, 
l- let me try to make my day more fun and exciting. That'll bring me happiness. So, you know, let me, I'm going to plan to like the other night, I'm going to plan to watch Jackass for the first time. Um, and that's exactly what I did was like, and I look forward to that, that night, you know, like, Oh, great. I'm going to watch Jackass tonight. Like it, it's a step. It's a yeah. step in the right direction. And, and I am happier. It's, it has been working. So Jackass is a prescription kind of. <laughs> yeah. Go check out uh, Wild Ride by Steve-O. That's his podcast. <laughs> I love that podcast. Steve-O's funny. But yeah, I like that. Planning planning certain events that you can look forward to is, is like a small step. Mm-hmm. And I think the other funny thing that I realized was just like, it takes practice to get better at this. And uh, I guess practice is going through shitty situations. <laughs> exactly (laughs) that's that's all it is you gotta go through like the suck you gotta go through all of these hard things to get better at it to get to a point where you're like oh it it is what it is Mm -hmm. you can't no sense in holding on to it just feel it embrace it and move on it really it it does i think it just takes practice um like my dad for example like my dad has uh in my family my dad has been like the main person that has worked my mom hasn't worked in 25 years they decided when they got married and had had me that they that my mom was going to stay at home take care of the kids while my dad would work that's i guess nowadays that's old school thinking but it's just something they did mm-hmm. it's how um, they planned and that's what they that's what they wanted to do and my dad, you know, he, he, in 2008, the whole economic depression happened. Yeah. And he got laid off. And at the time, we were living pretty comfortably. Um, not, we weren't wealthy or anything, but we had a pretty good, nice life. And um, he lost his job. On top of that, my mom had pleurisy, which is the um, tissue in your chest, the pleura, that allows your diaphragm to move up and down um that can there can be a bacterial infection and my mom had that and she could barely move her arms or her body so she couldn't work economic depression my dad was out of work and on top of that there was no jobs available because everybody was laid off a lot of people were yeah and he had to learn with i'm not making a lot of money and i have to provide for you know two kids and my wife you know and this this happened he eventually recovered but then again another setback happened a few years later with being fired from a job and then another setback happened and another setback happened and it was funny because like last last uh fall my dad got uh unlawfully fired from his job (laughs) and um i'm not going to go into details because uh my dad's going to take this to court but um he got fired and my dad was like you know i'm just so freaking used to this you know like he's like i've always been able to like provide for my family he said i'm just this is like not like this doesn't bug me anymore you know it maybe it really stressed him out in 2008 but now it's happened so many times where he's like i just don't worry about it like i just know everything's gonna work out every time it's gonna be fine 
I know exactly what happens in these situations. I know exactly what to do. And that's exactly what happened. And he was okay. And he, you know, he wasn't tripping at all. And he found another job and a good management position. And he's, he's working again and everything's fine now. And he, he didn't sweat it at all. And I just feel like that's just a good, great example of, I think what we're talking about is this just, I I like to call it exposure therapy, really. Cause oh, I'm so afraid this is going to happen. I'm going to freak out. La la la. Well, you just get exposed to it so much where you're like, oh my God. Okay. Here it is again. Like I know what to do. And then you do it. Yeah. <laughs> like, Gosh, man. My practice makes perfect. <laughs> I mean, <sighs> I guess so. Like, which is kind of crazy because it, I know it makes me laugh just how like simple the idea is easier said than done, but it just seems so simple. Like don't stress so much mm-hmm. and it'll, it'll work out. And um, I know something that I've, that I've heard and kind of has stuck with me is things don't always go according to plan, but they usually work out better than expected. Right. And then I know for me, I I used to be so stressed out when things didn't go according to plan. I like to control everything and like to have it plan out and just happen right on time. And I would lose my mind if like it didn't happen that way. Mm -hmm. And, um, and it, it was so stressful, but now I've just learned to be like, ah, it doesn't always happen the way you want it to, or the way it planned, but there's no sense in being frustrated about it, being mad that you can't control it. You just gotta like live through it and it'll work out better than you expected. So. Exactly. So not only is there like, you good i'm good i don't know what happened (laughs) yeah just like froze for a bit uh well well, like i was saying um not only is there like are we recording yeah it told me recording stopped oh well it says it's recording right now i don't know (laughs) yeah it says it's recording oh no never mind Okay. I have no idea if it's recording or not. Like I'm hitting the record button. It's okay. There it is. Okay. Like I was saying before I got interrupted, (laughs) yo, I really hope it saved like that first 40 minutes. (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. Anyway, like I was saying, um, there's like a, not only like a training aspect to it where you have to like get exposed to these scary things, get exposed to these frustrating experiences. And eventually you learn how to adapt to them, but also like a sense Mm -hmm. of staying calm in those situations, which seems pretty important. Yeah. What the hell is going on with my phone? You stop, please. There we go yeah and like try it now there it is. yeah got it we're back 
All right. So technical difficulties. I am now in my car uh, recording this two-hour podcast. <laughs> it's supposed to be one hour. But we're, anyway. We're learning. <laughs> you know, it's like so, what we're talking about. You just go through these stressful situations that kind of suck, and then you just, eh, it's not a big deal. Yeah, for real. Let me, I'm trying to get the lighting right in the car. Like, that's where my Wi-Fi will, like, he's a, it's where I, like, I get the best data connection. Okay, he's a, okay. He's a cam. He's a photographer. He's he's always worried about the lighting. Whereas me, I'm just like, I know. I turned on my lamp. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. Well, fuck. Anyway, should I jump into like Diana's story and my part? I guess. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Let's go there. Okay. Um. So I went to West Texas, and me and Diana's relationship, we were. Um, she was my closest cousin. Uh, now, before she passed, she was so far gone and drinking and smoking that she was kind of just didn't really connect with me anymore. And mm-hmm. she passed away. I was 13 years old. But before all this, we were very close. Um, so I went to, um, like I said, I told you that I stayed in her room her old room and by this time her it it has been converted to a kid's room and because her parents are now grandparents you know diana's brother and sister are now you know out of the house they're adults they're in their 30s and they're having kids so you know the grandkids come to the house all the time okay and so she's so I, I go into that room and stay there and the room is just completely changed but it's interesting when I walk in I smell her almost it's it's hard to tell like you know when you have like a childhood smell okay um, it's it reminded me of not just her but like the their last name is Keaton like Michael Keaton. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just when I think of that smell, it's like, oh, the Keaton's house. You know, when I was five years old, I would go over and we'd have a great time with all my older cousins. Yeah, and you got that well, nostalgia. In there, like, yeah, yeah, because they, they've lived in that house for like 20 years. So wow. I just, but when I went in there, it didn't, the whole house didn't smell like them besides that one room. And that brought back memories. Huh. On top of that, I also had some. Um, little cousins now because I have not been to Texas that's where my family lives I have not been to Texas since in four years so I had not seen a lot of family members in four years I had not met some of the kids that were born within those four years yeah so um, what happened it was just years? crazy like to see myself as a young adult and here are these little kids. And I used to be the little kid hanging out with my cousins, with Diana and her siblings. And now it's, now I'm the older cousin, you know? Yeah. And on top of that, I said Diana died at 22 years old. Well, I'm 23. I outlived her. 
so it's just crazy to think you know as a kid you see your older cousins as oh they're adults they're way older age yeah and i'm looking at i was just looking at the old photos of them and stuff and it's like oh my god they were kids you know i'm 23 oh my god they're they were kids Diana yeah. was such a kid passed away and it just fucked with me and Gosh. she on her shelf the only thing that remained unchanged in her room was her shelf. It was like a desk, her computer, and then some shelves there. And there's some old books of hers that she has. She, was, uh, she liked to write um, poetry, so there's some of her books there. And there's her perfume. And I smelled her perfumes, and it really reminded me of her. And just some of the memories that we had together. Yeah. So I'm trying to keep things kind of quick <laughs> and abbreviated here. But uh, another thing I saw was her ashes. She when she died, they cremated her, and her ashes are literally right there on that shelf. So it was just fucking with me. And yeah, like seeing the kids um, and seeing the little kids, and like they're I'm the older cousin. I just felt like I was saying goodbye to my childhood and saying goodbye to Diana. I mean, like I, that night, I cried. I had not grieved wow. over her in nine years. So I'm just really upset, just so sad. And so I was so happy to be leaving like the next morning, <laughs> you know, just yeah. at night. Okay, get out of there. Because it was just so sad. Yeah. But, you know, it's, I was just thinking about that. Like, damn, why am I grieving over Diana? She's, you know, and I feel like it's just this thing, these things happen. It's been nine years since I've grieved over her, and it was just time to do it again. I was reminded of her, and, you know, in my heart, I just felt like, Diana, I'll always love you, and I have to move on with my life. You know, I have to grow because I'm, I'm alive still. Yeah. And I will always love you, and you won't be forgotten, you know. So, um, yeah, it's rough. She would have been 32 years old now, I think. So, yeah, yeah, yeah it was rough. So, um, so I'll start off the week with that. <laughs> That's a good start. <laughs> I start um, off the week with And, um, I come home and, um, I guess the next day, yeah, it'd be the next day. I had a job interview. Um, it didn't go as well as I wanted it to. Mm-hmm. Um, again, it wasn't bad or anything, but it was just like, I was hoping that they would just be like, so yeah, you, you got the job, basically. Yeah. Because I'm really excited for this job. And so, oh, well, you know, whatever. Being a little bitch. And then, um, <laughs> and then another thing, too, was uh, I've been... I was making a lot of progress. I was talking to this girl and we had a lot of com- lot in common and um, we we went on the first date and like that went really well. Um, there was a lot of a lot of chemistry and then we had, ran into a communication problem where I wasn't able to contact her anymore. And I found another way to contact her but she hasn't like responded and it just really sucks because like we were supposed to go on a second date like we were literally in the middle of planning a second date when we had this communication problem 
Yeah. And it just really sucks because it's like, you know, I guess like you, I've also been having problems with dating and I finally found somebody that I really connect with and, and everything. And then it kind of just gets taken away from me. Yeah. It, so it's it, something I've been looking for for the past seven months. And, um, I don't know. It was just like, I was beginning to feel happy, like, like almost 100% happy. again, <laughs> And then, you know, the whole Diana thing happened and then the job thing and then her chick and I'm like fuck like it, this yeah. happened Tuesday yeah it was Tuesday not even like two days like this is like all shit went down on Tuesday and, and we were know, supposed to like, hang out this the weekend and then you had to go to Texas yeah, that too, <laughs> yes we were supposed to hang out here in town like and like none of these things happened and I mean I'm not trying to like inflate these problems because i mean there's people who go through a lot worse i'm yeah. sure there's a lot of people that rather have these problems and the problems they're facing you know so yeah i, I want to give it its place you know i don't want to inflate it at all but it was just frustrating because like i felt like i was finally making progress you know i was finally getting somewhere and then like i'm almost taking a step back grieving over diana and then having this job problem and this girl problem and I'm yeah. just like god fucking damn it like I finally felt like I was getting a break I was making progress and then I'm back to like square one but um that's when I feel like the, the stuff that we were talking about earlier the whole Mike Tyson mm-hmm. the whole Jordan Peterson thing where don't make your life worse and don't ever be discouraged. Like you're frustrated now, yeah. But you know what? That's a beautiful thing is you can still keep moving even yeah. when you're experiencing difficult problems. And that's what I've been doing, man. I'm just like I keep telling myself every freaking day, like don't be discouraged, don't be discouraged. Like I, I know, I know, I've been, I haven't been happy at all in the past seven yeah. months. But just keep, just don't be discouraged. Just don't be discouraged. Keep going. Keep yeah. pushing through the frustration. Don't give up. Don't give up. Because you will get it. You will achieve. Yeah. You know, something will work out. You everything will work out fine. Just don't give up. And remain optimistic. You know, don't let your life be miserable and suffering and anger. Because oh that I was fuming. I was furious. Yeah. Just don't let that rule your life. Be optimistic and happy and, and because your future is life and, and your future is light, you know, it's not darkness. Yeah. And that's what I kept telling myself over and over. And, and I've, I've noticed like, see today's what, Friday. So, uh, no, what's today? Yeah. Today's Thursday. 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 Yeah. So, you know, all that shit went down Tuesday and I was just, extremely angry and frustrated like i was so mad like i just like i was mad for the rest of the day i went to sleep mad like i was just fucking pissed and then (laughs) the next morning like i was really really upset just really upset and in fact like i slept in like yeah like i i remember being so exhausted too i don't know if it was because of the anger that i was experiencing that i yeah i just like wake up at like eight and i like i woke up at like but like I told myself, like, guess what, bitch? Like, get up. Like, it's time to get up. We're gonna go to the gym. 
and then we're going to go I had like a couple other responsibilities too. Oh yeah, like I went to see David and I just had a whole bunch of errands that I had to do. And even though I slept in, I said, I'm still going to do it. Because like the anger went away that morning and I was really upset and, and depressed. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I can't do this. I can't linger live like this. I got to keep moving. And that's exactly what I did was just keep moving and moving and moving. And that day was all right. You know, um, yeah. I was pretty distracted. And then today, I, I've been pretty good as well, where I woke up pretty upset. And um, I, I'm i like, okay, I'm going to get up. I got shit to do. And I actually had a meeting for another, um, it's a research opportunity. Okay. We're doing UFC research. It's, it's not, dude, it's awesome. And, um, and um, I most likely will be able to participate in this research project. Okay. So, and I feel like if I would have, like, it was amazing. And then the rest of like everything else today was like pretty cool. You know, I had a pretty busy day, but it was productive. And I just feel like if I would just, if I would have lingered in like depression and oh fuck, you know, like I'm grieved out. Yeah. And, like I had progress with this chick and now I can't even talk to her and back to square zero. And then I got this other shit going on. Like my life is terrible and suffering a lot. Of, like, no, like keep pushing forward, keep going through the frustration. It's like, it's not going to help you to be in these motions anymore. It's not going to help you to be in this suffering anymore. No. And, and, and look at that. You know, I got this fucking job opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> like, like that's, that's like one, like something that I'm really holding on to. It's like, fuck, okay. I got some progress now is that job opportunity. Yeah. Holy shit. You're, you're and, sliver of hope. And I feel like it's going to build from there. Yeah, I have another job interview tomorrow, actually, for another place. So it's like, keep fucking going. Don't be discouraged. That's my freaking mantra, man. Yeah. And I think it has paid off, and I know it will pay off. Um, one one more story, and I guess we can okay. This let's let's hear. It. Um, one of the things I had to do today. Uh, it was kind of spontaneous, actually. It was, uh, I have a tailor where I get my clothes fitted and stuff. All right, all right. And Ian, and... Ian loves clothes. <laughs> Ian loves clothes. Yeah. And he loves them tailored to fit him. Perfect. Oh yeah, man. You got that's where it's at. That's how you get all the bad bitches. So <laughs> um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to our story, and it's like ah, nothing's working out. <laughs> you're like, right, right, yeah, nothing, like nothing solid, man. Like some chicks, but like, yeah. Anyway, there's no, there's, there's been no relationships that have come out of all the things that I've been doing. But, <clears throat> um, so I had this shirt tailored like the beginning of this year in January, and I forgot about it completely. <laughs> <laughs> and here it is, July. I'm like, oh shit, like my shirt. <laughs> so I went over and I'm like, I, I went and I know the owner, you know, she's she's the tailor and she like she's the one that fits me and you know okay. measures my clothing and does all the work. And so it's her own little business that she does. And I've known her for about a year now. So um we start talking because she's a huge <laughs> she loves to talk. All she right. just loves to talk and, and and every time I go visit, you know, it's always like a long, 
session. It's never like a 15 minute thing. It's always like a one hour thing. Yeah. So uh, I've, I knew that her husband got COVID and like he was in and out of the hospital. And that was the last time I, I had talked to her. So, you know, we, I see her and she just immediately comes up to me and gives me a hug. And she's never done that before. Hmm. And I'm like, she's like, hey, how you doing? I'm like, good, good. And so we just start talking. And she, dude, she is going through shit. Like she said, her husband is terminally ill. He has hmm. this pre existing um, lung problem. And the COVID kind of just um, progressed it. Mm-hmm. So now he's in and out of the hospital. And he's essentially going to die. Uh. What she was telling. Me. On top of that, her daughter has this um, adrenal deficiency that she was born with. So basically, her adrenal glands don't work properly, and she has like this low energy. She's having a problem, like staying in college. And um, on top of that, she has this other blood issue where her body's making too many blood cells. And it can cause it can become so compact with blood that she can get strokes. And she told me like last week, like she was talking to her daughter, like in the car or something, and her daughter just started turning blue, like in her face, just completely blue. And she took her to the hospital, and then they figured out that she has this rare fucking illness. Yeah, and that uh, she needs to be on blood thinners, most likely for the rest of her life. Yeah. So it's like on top of that. Um, she's overworked. There's two tailor shops that closed in the area. Oh, no. So everybody's going to her place and she doesn't have employees to help her out because her employees are like older ladies and they're out on summer break okay. and like they're doing their own thing and stuff. And she just can't hire anybody. She just, she, nobody wants to work. Nobody wants to have a, you know, steady work coming in. Yeah. So she can't, she can't do anything. So, She's like been saying no to a lot of people, so it's like she's basically a one man army. She, you know, she's working all by herself. Her husband's dying, and her daughter died. And she was telling me, like, she said, I almost. She was very inspirational today, uh-huh. and she said, "I'm going through all these things." But she said, "I was going down in a pit for a while where I was just grieved. I was just in a whole bunch of grief and pain and." She said, I was just going downhill. And she said, I had a friend that came and just talked to me, you know, just, I just talked to her about all my problems. And she realized, she said, I need to remain optimistic. That's what's going to keep me going. I need to have these positive emotions in my life. I need to force myself to be happy. She said, I cannot live in grief. I cannot live in suffering because I, I can't I can't work. She said, I can't focus. I can't think. I can't do anything if I'm in grief and suffering and pain. Yeah. So she said, that's what I'm doing now. And that's what's keeping me going. And she seemed pretty authentic when she said mm-hmm. that because she looked okay. It was just amazing just to see her resilience. Like Her husband's fucking dying. Her daughter almost died. Her her business is at risk. And like, you know, these are very, you know, this is your loved ones and your work, you know, mm-hmm. two major things in your life that are at stake here. And she said, I'm going to be happy. She's choosing. She's choosing. And, and, and like our discussion earlier, it's not easy. And that's exactly what we were talking about, too. No. She said, it's not easy at all. 
But she oh. said, I'm working towards it, and it's been working. So, and if I can add on, I had a thought, like you said, she's working towards it. It's not easy. Um, I had a buddy of mine trying to talk about something like this with me before, where he's like, when he was like upset, he said, you don't just go from being angry and pissed off or, or sad and, and grieved to, oh my goodness, I'm happy. Life is all right. You know, everything's fine. You don't just like really flip a switch in most situations. And so what he was saying is you just got to, if you're mad and you're like, oh man, I, I hate this guy. He just makes me so mad. Maybe just like thinking stages where instead of being so down here with hate or sadness, you, you move up to another level where you're like, Hey, you know what? This still sucks, but at least I have this going for me. You know, you start to think more positive, just slightly more. And then once you get used to that, then you go to something else being like, Hey, well, maybe this isn't so bad. I'm, I'm learning from this, you know, it's hard, but I can learn something from it. And you just kind of change your mindset and, and think a little bit differently. Mm -hmm. And then over time, then you'll get to a point where you're like, I have all this going on, but I'm choosing to be happy. Because mm -hmm. I think that's, that's kind of how it works. And maybe that's what she's doing is it's not easy, but you're like working towards being happy about your situation rather than, you know, all the way down here. Right. She told me a big part of it is gratitude. She said, gratitude and belief. She told me just being grateful for where I'm at, what I've done. You know, she said that has been incredibly helpful just to sit and think of like, what has happened to me? What am I grateful for? Mm -hmm. She said another thing is she calls it a dreamless, where you write down everything that you want in your life. And she said, you just have to believe that you'll, you'll get them. And I'm just like, damn, let me do that myself. Yeah. Said, There's one thing to pursue a goal, but believe that it will be yours. So I'm just like, holy shit. Like, yes, exactly. Like, that's exactly what I'm going to do is, is not be discouraged, never give up and believe that everything I want to achieve will happen. That it's going to happen. It's almost like, like, I feel like it's almost like taking control in a sense yeah. or, or almost like manifesting it. Like this will fucking happen. I'm going to do it. This will happen. There's yeah. no fucking choice. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, you this shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Uh, oh, Hiram said something funny about a scholarship situation yeah. that Anyway, it's inside joke. <laughs> it's a good time. It's a good time. I made. I'm gonna make this happen. That's basically my attitude. Exactly. I'm gonna make this happen, and, and I feel like it. I don't know. I feel like there's some power to that. I don't know if it's a supernatural thing, you know, or if it's just strictly like an internal. You know, like you if you believe it, then you just work towards it till you. Exactly. It's just. It just happens. Start working towards it physically and it just starts to happen because you're physically making progress to it mm -hmm. i don't know however it works as long as it works doesn't really matter yeah as, long as it works and then you know 
gives you something to to strive towards, something to to live for, you know, something to look forward to. Like you're like, I'm gonna walk watch Jackass, something small, you know, little little bit of relief gives you mm-hmm. something to look forward to. Where you're at the end of the day, like that's gonna be there. I know it is. Mm-hmm. So absolutely, dude, absolutely. So. Yeah, that's exactly it, man. Just keep fucking moving. Yep. You know, in my life, Diana's dead. That's the period. She, she's dead. She's been dead for nine years. And I feel like if she were alive today, she would tell me, I want you to move on in life. I want you to keep yeah. going. I want you to live your life, you know. Mm-hmm. And all my other problems, my current problems is... Just keep going. They're they're gonna they're gonna go away. Be persistent. Don't yeah. stop. Don't be discouraged. Keep going. Never stop. Never quit. Mm-hmm. Make the most. Of, make the most of what you're going through now, because I mean, you're gonna be in a happy relationship. That's somewhere where you want to be. A relationship with someone. You're gonna be there. It will happen. But why be sad about it until you get there? Why not just enjoy where you're at? Until that happens, you know? Right. Just trying, even though it does kind of suck with not having that, but make the most of where you're at until you get what you want. So. Absolutely, bro. Lots of knowledge. Hope hope you guys had your your little handy-dandy notebooks. Yeah. Taking notes. Lots of knowledge. Good stuff right there. Mm-hmm. Now, easier said than done. A little bit harder to implement. But definitely internalize it if you can. Don't stop. Right. If anything, if you can take anything from this, you know, don't stop. Don't give up. Don't don't ever fucking give up. Mm-hmm. Like, that's it. Don't fuck the happiness. <laughs> yeah. Fuck the optimism. If you can't do that, just never just give up. Never don't stop. Stop till you keep going until you die. You know, yeah. seriously. That's, if you can do that, I feel like everything else will eventually fall into place. Mm-hmm. That's, how, that's how I see it so far in my life. Is that's what's keeping me going. Yeah. Because you're not. As long as you don't stop, you haven't failed. You know, the minute you stop, that's that's when you you really are done. You can't achieve your goal. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and and nobody's going to do it fucking for you. No, nobody's going to do it for you. Sorry, I can't help you. Hiram can't help you. Jesus can't fucking help you. The only person that can help you is you. That's the truth. Nobody's going to do it for you, no matter how much they love you and care for you. They can't. So. Yeah, you got to make your own choice and and live your life exactly. and enjoy it if you can enjoy it. Try to right, absolutely. <sighs> right, yeah, Brody. <laughs> <laughs> Peace. <laughs> oh my God, good stuff, man. Yeah, that's it. That's what we wanted to revisit grief and uh, 
don't know. Find some, just share answers on how to get through hard things, grief, frustrations, all of that. Mm-hmm. Just keep going. That's kind of the sum of the the ep- epicenter of our message. Going. Absolutely, absolutely, and and will it'll work out in the end. Mm-hmm. Don't stop. Don't quit. So. Anyway, y'all, thank you for uh, tuning in and yes, listening to this episode. I, mean, I don't know. This one's been near and dear to my heart, this whole mm-hmm. message here, just because of I, <laughs> I've really been applying it in my fucking life so far, man. So I yeah. really hope that you guys can relate and you, yeah. according to your culture, according to how you operate, you know, and I hope it can apply in your life and you can freaking move forward in life. Yeah. Because again, we, we started this because we wanted to help people, you know, we wanted to share experiences so other people, you guys can, can learn from it. And, uh, we hope, hope that's what's happening. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So stay strong guys. Don't be discouraged. Keep going. Don't ever give up. Keep you going. can achieve wonderful things. So yeah. With that said, anything else? Anything else from the Jew? The Jew's knowledge. That's it. I. I. Adios. All right. Thanks, peeps. We'll catch you guys next time.